listening to Hymns Illustrated, where hymns are explored, appreciated, and illustrated through stories, testimonies, and edifying conversation. I'm your host and fellow hymn fan, Kristen Eifeldano. Welcome to episode six of the Hymns Illustrated podcast. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. We definitely did. We were up in Minnesota, Minnesota, as some people say, uh, just about four and a half hours north from here. Very easy drive. Um, But uh, we were with uh, our family up there. Um, We were staying with uh, my stepdaughter, Heather, and her family. She has five grandkids. And then um, John's middle daughter, Mary Rose, was there with her family. And she has two kids with one on the way. And then uh, Alicia was there with her husband. And she was expecting, but she's not anymore. She had her baby yesterday. So we welcomed little Dominic into the world. And he is healthy, but early. So um, his uh, he was not supposed to come until the beginning of January, but God had other plans. Um, we're glad he's healthy. Um, he is in, in ICU right now, so we are unable to see him, but we will wait for the go-ahead before we go back up to Minnesota again. Hopefully that will be soon. And um, it is good to be back here. I want to say in my studio, but it's not really a studio, uh, in my home office and uh, recording this podcast. Uh, We are gearing up for December um, and for our new hymn of the month, but we are going to follow the same format that we have been doing. Um, You know what? I think last week was the first time I actually followed this strict format. So um, instead of we doing uh, that we've been doing, we did. (laughs) Okay. I am... Um, I'm still recovering <laughs> from Thanksgiving. Uh, but uh, so the format that we'll be doing today is we are going to remember our hymn of the month for November that we did. And I just have a couple of more thoughts about that. And uh, we are going to discover with a a hymn that we don't often sing. Um, but this one is actually pretty familiar. I'm sure that you know of it, but I want to share that with you in the discover segment of this podcast. And then we're going to um, look at how we can take it with us through the rest of this week. All right, let's get started and remember our hymn of the month for November. Our hymn of the month for November has been Martin Luther's A Mighty Fortress is Our God. You can go back to previous episodes and listen all about it. Today, I'll share a final thought about Luther's hymn, and then tomorrow, if you subscribe to the Hymn of the Month newsletter, and you can do so on the hymnsillustrated.com homepage, you'll be the first to know which hymn we will be looking at through the month of December. But today, before we move on, I will bring your attention to stanza three of A Mighty Fortress, where Luther writes, The prince of darkness grim, we tremble not for him. His rage we can endure, for lo, his doom is sure. One little word shall fell him. 
What is that one little word? Well, Luther elaborates a bit more in stanza four. That word above all earthly powers, no thanks to them abideth. The spirit and the gifts are ours through him who with us sideth. Let goods and kindred go, this mortal life also. The body they may kill, God's truth abideth still. His kingdom is forever. So I did a little digging, friends, to see if I could find out what exactly that little word is that he is referring to. And I still don't have a super clear answer, but I think I have a probable one. Here are some possibilities to help you decide for yourself what you think that one little word is. Many hymnals capitalize that word, word, which I believe is the first clue. Jesus is referred to as the word in John 1, 1, capitalized word. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Possibility number one. Jesus is the one word that can conquer Satan. This can allude to both the person of Jesus and his written word. You could use context to support this view. I know I sound all intellectual there, but Luther does end the hymn with the note that God's truth abideth still, which is exactly how he described that little word just a few lines earlier. Also keep in mind that demons tremble at the name of Jesus, according to James 2.19. The second possibility is that the one little word that can conquer Satan is liar. This possibility is based on something Luther himself said. When speaking about one of the books that was written against him, Luther said, for all such books, even if there were as many as thousands of them written every day and every hour, are very easily refuted with the single word, devil, you lie. Just as that haughty beggar Dr. Luther, he's referring to himself in the third person here, sings so proudly and boldly in those words of his hymn, one little word shall fell him. So possibility number two is that one little word is devil, you lie, or you could just say liar if you want to make it one word. Uh, Some of us also might call this the word of faith. And then a third possibility is that this is the word of God that sends Satan to hell for eternity. This is based on Revelation 20, 7 through 10. So which word do you think the hymn writer had in mind? Let me know at Kristen at hymnsillustrated.com. All these answers are based on scripture and they ultimately center on Christ himself and his victory over death and Satan that happened on the cross. So I don't think there's a wrong answer here, but I do want to hear from you. All right, now it's time to discover or rediscover a good hymn. As I mentioned in the intro, I spent a long Thanksgiving weekend up in Minnesota with family, eight adults, seven kids, and three large dogs together for three nights and days. What I didn't mention was that there really wasn't a good time or place for me to retreat to the word of God. It was, it was crazy, but it was the good kind of crazy. Grandchildren came to wake us up every morning. They kept us going throughout the daytime and we fell asleep happy, but pretty tired at night. We came back Saturday night and I immediately started to tackle the laundry because it was overflowing 
And my sister was coming the very next day, and I didn't know when I would be able to do it later this week. And time for Sunday school came around pretty fast, and I was feeling a bit harried. And guess what Sunday school was about? It was all about the many times Jesus would retreat to a solitary place to pray before and after ministering to the crowds. And all I could think of was how much I wanted to do that right then, how much I needed to do that. Where I was looking around for the nearest mountain, but I'm here in Iowa, you know. I guess cornfields can be (laughs) kind of solitary. Um, I should have headed to the cornfields. But anyway, hearing a sermon on 1 Peter 1.16, Be holy for I am holy, businessman and philanthropist William Longstaff was inspired to write a poem that is my prayer for all of us as we gear up for the busy, busy month of December. Take time to be holy. Speak off with thy Lord. Abide in him always and feed on his word. Make friends of God's children. Help those who are weak, forgetting in nothing his blessing to seek. Take time to be holy. The world rushes on. Spend much time in secret with Jesus alone. By looking to Jesus, like him thou shalt be, thy friends and thy conduct, his likeness shall see. Take time to be holy. Let him be thy guide, and run not before him whatever betide. In joy or in sorrow, still follow the Lord. And looking to Jesus, still trust in his word. Take time to be holy. Be calm in thy soul each thought and each motive beneath his control. Thus led by his spirit to fountains of love, thou soon shall be fitted for service above. And I love that because it talks about going away to a solitary place and taking time to be holy, but it also talks about making friends of God's children and helping those who are weak. Holiness is both inward and outward. All right, for our Take It With You segment, I want to encourage you to simply take time today to talk with the Lord and surrender the upcoming month of December to Him. That's all for now, folks. Have a wonderful week, and always remember to keep your hymnal open. Thanks for listening to Hymns Illustrated. If you were blessed by what you heard today, you can say thank you by leaving a review on iTunes, sharing the show with a friend, or by shopping at christianbook.com using the affiliate link in the show notes. All of these gestures keep Hymns Illustrated going and growing. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, keep your hymnal open. Mm -hmm.